0: we <laughs> Boys uh presents Diabolical, which is the animated series, animated anthology series that is on Amazon Prime. Um it's these eight episodes of telling these eight different stories written and directed by different people, uh with all different animation styles, uh, and each kind of follows kind of these kind of different characters uh, throughout. Um so I just will go through all the episodes, uh talk about what we liked um and then kind of talk about you know which ones were our favorite ones here uh the first episode (laughs) is the laser baby's day out Uh, that's the episode kind of like in a looney tunes kind of style of animation um that's the episode where the you have the scientist who was trying to save the baby uh, from being killed um, in the lab of the laboratories and then the baby had laser eyes um and it's kind of this cute little you know, destructive adventure because it's typical boy style where it's the violence um, that you see of her having <laughs> these laser eyes and just killing a whole bunch of people. Uh, what did you think
1: about this episode? I think this episode. I think it's uh, it's the hook for uh, for the show. I think uh, with this show, it's kind of just doing that whole pitch of, "Hey, uh, you, various uh, writers, various mm-hmm. uh, animation." let's take uh, your spin on the boys and uh, yeah till just pointed in the comics it's the boys is uh what if and it's very much that I, except with a lot of the episodes of the show it is kind of ambiguous if it's connected to uh, the actual series or not there there's one episode that I think is 100% yes this is this is Canon in the boys universe uh, you do get a lot of uh, inspiration one I think is pulled directly from from an issue of the boys comic. You get various side stories, various the uh, characters appearing different from how they look on the show. And with Laser Baby's Day Out, I think it's one of the more lighthearted ones in terms of uh in terms of its tone and its comedic beats. Because this is basically uh just Baby's Day Out, that Looney Tune short. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, this is, was written by um, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, um, and it says, listen here. Says, no, of
1: course it was.
0: Oh, the animation style is n- 1990s Steven Spielberg animation. Um, it's kind of what it's listed hmm. how, uh, on Wikipedia. Says, I, I, I,
1: did, huh, I do kind of see that. Mm,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, I thought this was a nice, cute episode. <laughs> I mean, I guess cute for what's say over the boys. Uh, of <laughs> And then, you know, the, him trying to do the right thing, you know what I mean? I mean, because a lot of the central things with these episodes is Vot and Compound V,
1: which is the thing that gives mm-hmm. people powers in this boy's universe. Yeah, and, how, and how much you should not fuck with Vought. Mm. Just, just if you see Vought calling you, offering you something, run away. Mm. Because chances are they're going to fuck you up. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're... I mean the
0: incredibly evil corporation and basically what Amazon is in the real world basically. <laughs> uh, uh so you kind of have that. Um and also another thing this is no lines of dialogue in this episode.
1: There's no mm. yeah. yeah, this is this is very much a tribute to the uh to like that uh Fleischer animation style like those classic Looney Tunes where it was all, zero to no dialogue. Mm. Yeah. So you kind of have that
0: here. Um, and we're going to see where we kind of place that one um, amongst all the other episodes when we discuss them. Uh, the next episode is an animated short uh, where pissed off uh, soups kill their parents. Um, this is written by Justin Roiland and is done in the style of uh, Rick and Morty. Um, this is the episode where it deals with like,
1: you know, you have a lot of these parents who... Uh, you get the, you get the uh, superhero reject. You get the people that got the lame powers. Uh, their parents gave them Compound V as because they thought, hey, they grew up to be, like, super famous superheroes. I could get rich off of their backs. And these are the cases where it did not go right. Like, you have uh, a a character that is, like, all muscle, so she's basically just a tongue. You have a guy that is, uh, that has the powers of, like, transforming into animals, but he transforms body and mind. Mm. Uh, you get uh, a guy who has fire powers, but it's only on his testicles. Mm. And you get uh, Christian Slater as uh, the narrator, who's just like this short little uh, wheelchair-bound uh, character that his only power is narration. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um Yeah, and you do, uh, you know, with this, and you have, like, a ghost girl who can only just, she can't eat, she can't...
1: (laughs) Who is literally just a ghost.
0: Yeah, she just phases through everything, can't even turn solid. Um, So, yeah, you said you have a lot of these parents who, you know, thought they were kind of going to get rich, and it's basically like a revenge story of these, after they learn the news that... You know their powers weren't they weren't given they weren't born with the powers they were actually given the powers through the experiments of you know their parents giving them compound v so they go like well fuck this you know we're gonna go on this revenge mission um and a lot of these episodes they're all pretty much like 15 minutes uh do you think they should have been mm-hmm. longer
1: at all or do you think 15 minutes was enough uh, time to tell a story i think with a I think with a lot of these shorts, uh, especially uh, this one, because because I liked more the show than I didn't. I think the fifteen-minute runtime is kind of perfect. It, it is kind of that, uh, kind of that robot chicken runtime, or something that we talked about with the Cuphead show, where every episode was like clocking at a, right around fifteen minutes. Mm, yeah, um,
0: I think sometimes they had to do a lot of shorthand stuff with that and try to get. You know, Quick with the plot, it's like okay, mm-hmm. these characters do this and do that, um, and kind of get it over with there. Um, so you see a lot of them get revenge on their parents,
1: um, and kill them in all these kind of different, mm-hmm. crazy kind of ways again. <laughs> to, yeah, to to one of my uh, one of my favorite characters, I think it's uh, Stereo Head, who can play a uh, Sonic, uh, Sonic Boons, but he can only play I Want to Be With You by Hootie and the Blowfish, yeah, and he just, yeah absolutely you know kills his parents
0: that way um yeah which is absolutely insane um so yeah, i you know i thought this episode you know done in the very much Rick and Morty style um i thought it was solid i thought you know you do kind of mm-hmm. have you know that humor that Justin Roiland has mm-hmm. um i feel like their style and animation along with like maybe the steven universe style is very much very prominent in animation right now mm. And very much what people a lot a lot of people are going for right now and a lot of stuff um, and you know that you know kind of humor Um, and I think it depends if you do like that humor of rick and morty, you know if it is up to your kind of you know style and, and Some I know some people do have very much aversion to that style of humor. Uh, but I thought it worked mm-hmm.
1: fine. Uh, yes, here. yeah, yeah. That style of that style of humor does get a little grating because I think uh, uh, Justin Roiland he relies a lot on uh, improv uh, when when creating episodes of Rick and Morty. He he does kind of have that that oh oh geez yeah the the stumbling the uh the uh the the stumbling style of talking when he's when he's uh writing bits. Mm. And He was like, man, papers, I I I, I can make papers lift and uh, and. Uh, <laughs> and and you you kind of get it if you've seen rick and morty Hm. yeah so it's it's a very yeah like you said it,
0: it, it depends if that's your speed or not um i thought it, yeah yeah Royland, i think he's brilliant but i recognize he is kind of taste yeah um then after this you have i'm your pusher uh which might be my favorite one i'd have to say maybe um yeah
1: that yeah this is yeah, this is the one that I think is pulled straight from uh, from the comic book of the boys, even down to the character designs for both uh, Butcher and, uh, and Huey. Because um, uh, neither uh, Carl Urban nor Jack Quaid reprise their roles from the show. Instead, uh, Butcher is voiced by Jason Isaacs, and Simon Pegg actually plays Huey in this.
0: Yeah, Um. so yeah, and, and Huey was the original inspiration for... Um, I mean, Simon Pegg was the inspiration for Huey and the design and look of his character, his character from Shaun of the Dead. Um, mm-hmm. So I think this is, yeah, one of my maybe favorite ones. Uh, and then it brings in the style mm-hmm. of the boys comic, you know, into animated form. It's like, well, this is what it would be like if it was um, the way, you know, it was done, you know, kind of an animated show. And it makes you think like, oh, okay, if they did it, like if they did the way Invincible is, basically, if, if they if, turn that...
1: Yeah, if... if they- yeah, if, if they did a straight adaptation from from book to show, this is kind of what it would look like. But I think, um, even though I did enjoy this episode, I think it was pulling from one of the earlier runs of the boys' book before it got really just lordy mean-spirited, and just, uh, I think the boys' comic, it's not a great book. I think it has a great idea. It has a lot of cool characters introdu- introduced in that. But I think the show, it improves on the book by adding nuance to characters like Homelander, like uh, Queen Maeve, like uh, the Deep, even. Mm. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, I think so too. And I hear that from a lot of people. I didn't read the book, but I hear a lot of people say the show is very much a vast improvement over the book and, and a lot of changes they make uh, and a lot mm-hmm. of things they do there. Uh, but the whole premise of this one was that you have butcher who goes to the dealer of the soups um of he's the major drug the everybody goes to him for all their fixes and needs and things like that um and he he coerces yeah, a him. yeah a, a drug dealer who is literally called od yeah. uh, a drug dealer who's called od and he uh coerces him to basically spike one of the drugs for on the soups um so when the soup shows up um then he basically you know completely goes crazy and kill ends up killing another soup in a very bloody and gruesome way. A lot of these end in very bloody and gruesome ways um uh, stuff of there.
1: Um, this this rarely <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, in case yeah, in, ca- in case you thought that this was just like another cute animated show that this would somehow be more lighthearted, they are very quick to remind you what show this is connected to with the boys
0: yeah um and everything i think there's only one short that has a good ending well i guess i guess if you count the first one the first one has a good ending too but there's only one there's only the bff (laughs) which we're going to get into uh that has a kind of a happy ending um so yeah i think yeah this one i'm your pusher i Mm -hmm. thought was very good um also nice inclusion of curtis mayfield song you know um i thought was very nice um Mm and so yeah uh i i did very much enjoy this one and it might be one of my favorite ones that they did um boy uh, boyd and 3d um now this one uh this one Mm. is kind of you see like when you see this guy kind of you know really you know is after this girl you know that he lives next door to really wants her attention he sees an advertisement for vat again vat is always major villain in a lot of these ones um and it's like they have this cream <laughs> and then it's like hey this cream just imagine yourself as the perfect version of yourself and you'll turn yourself into the best looking version of yourself um and you see this guy he rubs the cream on himself and when he pictures the best version of himself he turns into this big you know you know uh, st- strong guy muscle guy you know? he, he
1: basically turns into chris evans
0: yeah pre- i mean pretty much he, you know after he, the Super he turns Souls. into chris evans basically <laughs> um and then he has enough confidence <laughs> to go talk to the next door neighbor and then he begins a relationship with her um and then you see kind of this you know tr- this whirlwind they go on and then she ends up taking some of the the Vot, you know uh lotion herself ends up becoming her best self and when she avenges herself which is a cat girl um and you see kind of they have this whirlwind romance uh, that ends in tragedy, they go through kind of the celebrity lifestyle, become these big in- in celebrity couple influencers um, and being these representatives for this, you know, mm. the brand that they're using. Uh, then it kind of, you know, you think, again, you think it's going to end happy with the go of them, like, well, hey, all we need is each other. But nope, turns out the dude, yeah, it was all in his head and he looks like a disgusting monster and his head blows mm. up. <laughs> um,
1: what did you think about this one? <laughs> it... This is this I think this is probably one of my favorite episodes of this entire thing because I think this is the one that is that is the most rooted in character. This is the one that is the most uh, that is the most disconnected from uh, Boys' comic. We don't get we don't hear of uh, any characters that we see in the show. This is kind of just this own side story in this universe, and I think it's the most rooted in character. Even though I do think the point they're trying to make, it, it's been done hundreds of times before about how, Hey, so- you uh, cut out. <laughs> Would you, you cut out there? We you say? Uh, yeah. I think, I think this is probably my favorite one, even though it, the point it's trying to make is, Hey, social media bad. This, this is basically the boys le- uh, done through the lens of something like black mirror. Hmm. Yeah. And That's- especially, uh, that one episode of Playtest. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting, like you compare it to Black Mirror, you know, very much like, you know, like mm-hmm. social media and the, and the impact of social media. And also discussing about self-image of you have this guy who, mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't, you didn't even see a time where he did try to approach her as just regular him. And mm-hmm. then maybe that's when he was just like, okay, well, now I'll take it. It was just like he went straight to the VOT, va- straight to the, you know, the experiment in order to get mm-hmm. it done and you know you kind of see that you know in his mind now that he looks this certain way and i think it also you know just the body image you know issue that you know some people have of that of that needing that something extra and then living this life through this filter of instagram and then um you know to in order to gain the confidence because they become this big celebrity couple in his head and you see that, uh, you know, they kind of have the celebrity troubles of getting into drugs and then cheating on each other and everything. <laughs> and then so relying on that other validation from other people. And when you don't have that, you just, you know, it, it just goes uh, really crazy. So, um, yeah, I thought this was, mm, we'll see. Well, I, I think I did enjoy this episode uh, quite a bit. But it does have, the like I said, traditional message of social media bad, you know, in the parts of that. Um, yeah next one here um and this style uh, that was Boyd in 3D was in the fr- uh, it says this animation style was french comics and animation that was and this was written by huh. uh Elliot Glazer and Alana Glazer and Alana Glazer she's from Broad City um and everything like that so oh okay oh shit i love broad city mm, yeah um i am a fan of that show as well um next we have a uh, bfs uh, bfs is the one written by aquafina um this is one where it, it's a girl she takes some compound v and comes out with a turd that talks um you know what i mean um uh, i mean she's got some shit powers
1: um she can make turds come alive uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> um so you can of yeah, have this yeah of all yeah, of all the episodes, this is probably the one I liked the least. This is the one I did not like.
0: Mm. It,
1: it's a very one-note joke that I think is stretched out for the entire fifteen-minute runtime. And out of all of these, I think this is the one that that I was kind of like, okay, can we can we like move on to this episode? Are you going to do anything with this joke? I we get it. The the shit talks.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say this is the weakest one for me um, as well. Mm-hmm. I just felt like the whole thing... I did like when The Deep showed up. I thought that was very good in this episode. Very funny. Um, <laughs> because he's such a pathetic character. And even when he you know, fights her at the end, I mean, he doesn't even kill her. He just goes like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm getting out of here. Fuck this. He, he, yeah. he, gets, his, he, get, he gets his ass whooped by a girl with shit powers. <laughs> I mean, I think he could have easily killed her. It just was like, I'm getting... She's throwing. Like, oh shit. fuck! This. Yeah, she's just throwing shit at him, and then throws like a a dildo from a butt plug from the, the sewer at him, and it's like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Like this is this is awful. Yeah, so I was just like, yeah. <laughs> um, so I did I did kind of like the ending there, um, of that with the stuff with the deep, um, but yeah, I thought this was kind of one of the weaker ones, um, of the mm-hmm. series, and you know the whole talking to poop thing. Um I was like, eh, okay. I, mean, I just felt like it was like, Oh, okay, poop. Poop is funny, you know what I mean? You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um I was like, yeah. hey, hey, get it, get it, get it, the girl shits. Yeah, so I was just like, eh, okay. Um and then she has these, you know, you know, she finally has friends, you know what I mean? I mean, I imagine oh my god, the, the smell in there must be terrible. 'Cause she just has a whole room full of talking <laughs> shits. I was like, you know, you know that, that meme of like it must smell terrible in there. I'm like, truly it must smell absolutely terrible and then you got sewer shits just all in the room. I'm like, Ugh, oh my god, that was just disgusting. Um and then um it seems like the animation <laughs> style for this, it says it's um on here it says Saturday morning animation. Um I it kinda looked more like Steven Universe type
1: stuff, you know, kinda more like kinda that kind of look to it, it, it. Yeah, it it, it. It's kind of like that uh that anime light style uh I think a couple episodes of uh that that anime we watched uh, Star Wars Visions. I think it had a similar style.
0: Which one like the one where it was like the the, the robot the I th- I th- I think I, th- I think it was the one with uh yeah, yeah, the one where Yeah, the Astro Boy one. Yeah. Yeah, kind of yeah, kind of similar to that one. Um. Here we go. So the next one after this is Nubian versus Nubian. Uh, this is written by Yisha Tyler. Yisha Tyler. She's a big voice on um the Archer show. Um, you know, and let's see. The animation style for this
1: one is cited as the Boondocks. Um, which I could see that as well. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah you- it's, it's very with the Boondocks inspired. And this is this is the episode why us uh, if you're not like actually carrying it in a relationship don't get into one it's hmm. like two superheroes going through a divorce that only find common ground when they are fighting so their daughter decides to like arrange this fight with this uh with a supervillain named uh, Groundhog, groundhawk who is by john DiMaggio. yeah um who does a very good job by the way uh <laughs> yeah um and- <laughs> who has who was one of who has the shittiest powers ever because his power is just that his hands are hammers Mm, yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's like, like, ugh. I mean, yeah, um,
0: Jill said, oh, you should tell is a comedic legend. She's been in the game for Yeah, that's mm-hmm. very true. She's been in the game for a long, long time. Um, and with this, I very much enjoyed I really do like the, the animation style here, the boondocks and what they kind of did. And like you said, it deals with these, you know, two superpower people who met while they were fighting. Um but and then it goes into the thing you think like these are just regular kind of superheroes doing, you know, fighting a bad guy, but then you realize it's it was all VOC constructed, like they you know, it's, this is all, all staged. Like, yeah, it's all it's all staged. Yeah, it's it's all staged and you know, this all the thing like he just plays the bad guy for ratings, you know, for <laughs> so they have like a I guess re- reality show that they do and then uh everything mm-hmm. like that, you know. Um so i thought that was also very good and you have don cheadle voices uh the nubian and then also Aisha tyler versus uh the, the wife here a mm-hmm. um and then you see the daughter you know she tries to like i said you know help out get her parents because they hate this hey, constant... hey, my
1: parents my parents are getting divorced can you fight them
0: uh yeah. which is a plan that goes horribly wrong because <laughs> they i mean they just beat the shit out of the dude and blood just goes everywhere they, all over they yeah they
1: they horrifically murder that murder groundhog they murder him okay they didn't they, they, they murder him. oh yeah, I thought, it's yeah that motherfucker's dead
0: yeah pretty much i was like yeah i mean this yeah kind of yeah what it looked like i guess yeah uh but yeah um i think this was fine i mean it's not one of my favorite ones i just think it's kind of in the
1: middle i think mm-hmm. it's okay uh what were kind of your thoughts I think I think um, this was this was a short that I thought was fine. I, I kind of expected better, considering how much of a fan of uh, of the comic that Aisha Tyler is, and that she could have uh, done more with the idea of this superhero married couple. I think it just was it just evolved into just that classic rom com. was like, hey, you know these people are awful because they just fight all the time, and it's a bit that got old really fast
0: yeah i mean they're constantly just sniping each other i guess i mean i don't know i guess it's marriage life married couples you know just fighting about the pettiest shit. um you know she, they're mad she's mad that he didn't buy coffee you know like she told him to mm. and things like that yeah uh this just like yeah okay uh i thought it was just yeah decent enough um the next one um i think this one mm. might be definitely up there with one of my favorites this is written by annie samberg um it's mm. john and Sunny. Sunny, um this is a very emotional one. I think
1: this yeah, is, which yeah. yeah. this is, this is definitely the darkest one next to uh, the next episode that we're going to talk about. I think it's the best uh, animated. This is very much that Ghibli style of, mm. of animation in terms of it's a, uh, it's character design. And I think in the, so the voice cast, because you have a uh, uh, Randall Duck Kim as a John and a uh, uh, Yoon Yeo jung as a, as a Sun Hee, who we all saw from a Minari, as grandmother, mm, yeah. Um, this it says it's inspired
0: by uh, Ying Sang Ho's uh, tw- to the, uh, 2011 film, The King of Pigs, um, is what it's inspired here. Mm. Yeah, I think it's you know this is a very kind of emotional episode. It deals with this guy whose wife is dying, and he's a janitor at this Vot company, so he steals some Compound V uh, to help his wife. Um, she has uh, stomach cancer or pancreatic
1: cancer um and yeah yeah she she has uh yeah she has cancer and she takes compound b and what it does it it brings her tumor to life yeah um and, and you see like you know
0: just this guy humble guy that's trying to just do his best to save his wife and they're on the run um from all these different vod employees um and again when the tumor comes alive again it ends up bloody uh you know killing all these different vod you know uh workers and everything like that um and to see like what they do at the end of her fighting the tumor i thought was very 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 good and the animation style here is very lovely um and to see kind of the emotion Mm. between the two of them is i think every night i think it's it's definitely i think you know as far as drama and emotion goes this one isn't I don't think playful laughs like how a lot of the other ones were this is very much just trying mm. to tell a really good dramatic story which I thought was pretty good um yeah
1: I, yeah i think I think the first six episodes kind of dancing around with that uh more comedic uh, more uh, uh sharply funny tone whereas the last two this is where we're getting into the very dark very dark uh dark drama esque, especially with the next episode mm. yeah
0: um and so i was a big fan of this episode i was a big fan of johnny senior episode mm-hmm. i i was it's something you really wouldn't expect from andy sandberg i mean a guy from snl now he's on brooklyn
1: Nine um yeah 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 s yeah a writer on snl uh doing island uh emmy multiple time emmy winner for nine yeah yeah so very good work from uh him here um
0: then in the final episode here you have one plus one equals two which is the
1: homelander episode um here in the uh the Homelander episode basically yeah which which uh which this short yeah which this short is confirmed by eric key that this is canon to the main series even down to the same uh, character design for homelander it's the same suit from the show Mm. yeah so this is more
0: and so you're saying it's more in, in line with the show it's continuity with the uh with the show there um and this yeah
1: week... yeah this is this is canon with the show confirmed eric kripke and this is kind of uh and what this show is this is the origin story of homeland and kind of the first time that he's that he's gone out as a superhero the first time that Vought has let him outside because you see in flashbacks just the horrific things that Vought did to him as a child and how that really worked his mind
0: mm. yeah um and, you know, you see a yeah, constant flashes of what they did to experimenting on him, you know, testing his powers, everything like that. Um, and so it's kind of the beginning, you see, of like he, you know, genuinely did try to do the right thing and try to, want, really did want to be a superhero he, and be loved. He was a guy
1: He was a guy that wanted to do the right thing when he was starting out, but he was just so ill-equipped to actually be a superhero and to help save lives that he just fucks up and he was not given the tool how to deal with that mm, yeah um, in, another interesting thing is you bring the character of a black Noir, and, who is a very different uh portrayal of what he is in the comic because in the show he's very much just like this this comedic relief this kind of like bruiser for the seven and here he's basically just there hey your job is to keep an eye on Homelander. Hmm. yeah
0: um and you see like so what happens this episode it gets a mission uh and it's a terrorist situation hostage situation um and he's like okay i'm gonna go in i'm gonna prove myself i'm gonna be this hero i don't need black noir goes in it starts off kind of well he's knocking out the you know outside people okay time up okay not too bad then gets into the you know situation where they got guns pointed at the hostages then he's just like okay all right um, I'm gonna use my laser vision. I'm gonna heat up the gun. And he's like, No, what what are you doing? And then ends up blowing the one dude's hand off and killing the other hostage. And again, I mean he never he never went to school, never went to actual school, only you know, just got experimented on, so he doesn't know anything about that type of stuff. So he's got tons of people yelling, calling him a murderer, shooting at him, um, and he just doesn't know what to do and just has a breakdown and just kills everybody in the room, including the hostages. Um, And he just completely just freaks out. So it's just like this guy just, like I say, he's just not equipped to deal with the real world because he's only existed in a lab. So they actually bring him out in the outside world. It's just this guy just of course, he's going to maybe have this type of reaction and only good for just taking photos and just to pose and to look <laughs> like he's this big hero and the image that they made for him. Um, I did up there, I think this episode definitely up there with one of my favorite ones as well um, and uh, you know, very good. What would you think
1: about it? I think this is my absolute favorite of, uh, I think not only in terms of of what I think the show was kind of pitched uh, as let's tell some stories that may or may not be in with, you universe, but use characters from the show and explore more sides of them that we don't necessarily get to do in the show. Because the boys, it's very much this ensemble show. And even though Anthony Starr, he's incredible as the character Homelander. He gives that character so much more depth and nuance than Garth Ennis ever did writing him. We he's a very fascinating character because this episode frames as this this very sympathetic guy who wanted who genuinely wanted to do good but it also brings up the question is he is he trying to like be a hero because it's the right thing to do or is he just doing it for public love and admiration mm. yeah.
0: Cause he just yeah i mean he just he, he really loves that public admiration seeing as a hero you know being called a hero being called a savior he he does love that and mm-hmm. does get off on that um so with all these episodes so um if we had to go like best to worst or worst to best you want to do worst to best or best to worst
1: okay so i think uh worst to best for me it would probably be, uh, worst one is, uh, is, a uh, BFFs, then, uh, then Nubian versus Nubian, then, uh, Boyden 3D, then, uh, I'm Your Pusher, uh, Laser Baby's Day Out, uh, Animated Short, Where Pissed Off soups Kill Their Parents, and the best one, uh, John and Soon and then, uh, 1 plus 1 equals 2. Hmm, okay. So, uh, so I'd probably go five, five six. 5, 6...
0: Uh yeah, five, six, uh
1: four, two, three, one, seven and eight. Hmm.
0: Okay. Um so for me if I have to go worst to best, so I'm doing BFFs which is episode five. Um then after BFFs mm-hmm. um I would go with um, do, 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 do. what's this other one? I'd go Boyd in three D. Uh, episode four. Then I'd go Nubian versus Nubian, mm-hmm. episode six. Um, then I would go with um, animated short uh, where pissed off soups kill their parents, which is episode two. Uh, then I would go with uh, Laser Baby Days Out. Um, then I would go with I'm Your Pusher, episode three. And then I'd go One plus one equals two, which is episode eight. And John and Sunny, which is episode seven, uh, for me. Mm. Um, yeah, that would be, that'd be my ranking there
1: um all right so mm. that was the boys diabolical yeah, i i think i think overall the show i think overall the show it's kind of at a street i think uh it has some very good shorts but i i think uh it has some very low lows but still some very great highs yeah so i think yeah like you said like it's kind of like the boys what
0: if um Again, mm-hmm. I don't. You know, it's, we talked about it yesterday. Do you think it's kind of concerning? Like, do you think they're trying to really milk kind of the boys for all it's worth, and you know, do like okay, now they're gonna do like their own what uh, if? Now they're gonna do like an Amazon show about
1: college kind of stuff with the boys. I, 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 I think I think it's is boring on like that Walking Dead level of network milking it, but I think with the boys at least with the first two seasons, we kind of don't really have any reason to doubt it. Because Walking Dead was like, fell way off before they started introducing all of these spinoffs. Before like Fear of the Walking Dead, Tales of the Walking Dead, all of that stuff started like spilling over. Mm -hmm. I think the show has been consistently great. You have guys like like Rogan and Goldberg and Eric Kripke who are still heavily involved in a lot of the... And a lot of the other uh, spin offs that are happening with the movies. Mm. Uh, and, and I think that's kind of like the big difference between that and The Walking Dead. Which has one, The Walking Dead never had a show. Right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, would you give the anime, would you give it a tune in and would you give it a stream it? Uh. I, I i'd give it a stream it i enjoyed uh i enjoyed more of the shorts than i didn't but i also don't think it's really necessary viewing season three of the boys which is coming out later this year mm. okay um all
0: right so i i think myself i'd give it a stream it as well i think there's some decent shorts here mm-hmm. um mm, yeah i think it's fine i think if you, if you want to compare it to like what if i think it's better than what if honestly uh, for mm. I think yeah,
1: I, I think it's better than What If. I think it's better than uh, Star Wars Vision. Mm, yeah, I, I'd say that as well.